BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Playing time before being injured. Back to Jared Goff. Wide open. He's going to take it into the end zone. And that's a Lions touchdown. A little trickery, but that's two for Sam Laporta today. Recording live on YouTube at DTBK uh, at Drink of the Blue Kool Aid, however you want to kind of search it on YouTube and subscribe if you're listening to this from the podcast. Follow on there. Uh, on when we have a noon game on a Sunday, we usually record like around eight o'clock at night. Uh, but, anyways, we are back, baby, at, and it is Sunday night, and it's another great Sunday night. Hey. The Lions with a 42 to 24. Victory over the lowly Carolina Panthers. who now moved 0 and 5, and the Lions moved to 4 and 1. We're going to talk about this entire game, getting our instant reactions. But before we do, let's get to the rest of the Blue Kool Aid crew that's here. We got UJ. Hello, Blue Kool Aid drinkers. And Rud Dog. Yo. All right, gentlemen. So, as I mentioned, the Lions. 42 to 24 victory over the Panthers. Ooh. Lions coming to this game is like nine and a half point favorites. Blow that out of the water. Uh, they come out roaring right away with a 14 nothing lead. Uh, and it never got relinquished after that. Uh, just a, a thing of beauty no, from a good beginning to end in a lot of ways. Uh, but I want to throw this over to UJ first. Just your instant reaction just in general in the game before we kind of break down individual performances and stuff. Or not. <laughs> you run, run dog. How about your thoughts? <laughs> uh, it was an awesome performance. Uh, no, uh, you know, honestly, not our best game as far as like, I don't think everyone played their best, but like, it's like, it didn't really matter. We were just a better team. Uh, the, the Panthers got some things going sometimes, but they couldn't do enough consistently to handle what we were throwing at them. And it was awesome. Uh, UJ, Redemption. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, it was nice the redemption game, but I almost didn't look at it as that. This is another team, another redemption year. Redemption for you, never mind. <laughs> for me. For yeah, me. The, you know, oh, the, we're off to a No, you didn't hear me the first time. Stream. I wanted to get your thoughts. So now I'm trying to redeem you by getting your thoughts. Oh, I didn't hear you. Hey, anyway, um, it was very it's very weird sitting around watching a Lions game now because uh you know, it used to be pins and needles. Oh my God, how are they going to pull this one out? What are they going to do? Pull something out of their head to try to win this game? We got to do something here. And they were just like in control. They're just, they're a really good team right now. And they're doing what really good teams do. And they're beating up on these lesser teams. We have more talent. Uh, we can afford a few mistakes here and there. It doesn't hurt us. And uh, it's just very weird watching a game now. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get used to this new reality of uh, looking at a really good Lions team. And uh, sometimes I can't believe it, but uh, an awesome game though. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, always giving us a new wrinkle too. Uh, it, you know, uh, Ben Johnson and 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 gang are making this game fun. So uh, yeah, just just a really fun game to watch. Just in a lot of different ways, and I like that you said that, UJ, because I had the same conversation with a friend I was watching it with, uh, where it's like, wow, like, we're, we're just. Like these games are like boring in a good way <laughs> these days. Yeah, these teams yes. out. Um, and this like is absolutely the same. I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I mean, right? Th- uh, this is a rookie quarterback, a uh, head coach that's had a lot of struggles in the past. I, I just think, uh, in a roster top to bottom, top to bottom, that we on paper were better at, and we we did what we thought we should do, which is. Which is just awesome <laughs> in so many ways. I mean, out coached them, out played them, out hustled them. Uh, it was just a great performance, and in front of the home crowd, you couldn't ask for much better. Um, I mean, Jared Goff, twenty of twenty-eight passing, two hundred thirty-six yards, three touchdowns, made it look easy. Couple sacks uh, he took. De- Decker still looks a little like a half a step slow with his injury, but he's him half a step slow is better than. Uh, not having him out there at all. Oh yeah, <laughs> so they oh, yeah. had to take it. Um, but Goff didn't fumble. I was actually impressed uh, on the on the one backside uh, sack by Burns. He did not fumble the ball because if this was Goff two years ago, he might fumble. I think he's actually improved those skills a lot. I mean, that is the thing about that that play too. Like you know, if you're going to get beat, getting beat by Brian Burns doesn't look that bad. The dude's pretty damn good at getting to the passer. So, uh, and it wasn't like he. I mean, he did get beat cleanly, but like he. It, golf just had no expectation of it and he was running away from it so it just it because it, it took him a second still to get there but yeah i yeah. want to talk about golf for a second though i mean he had what if i'm not mistaken like 26 throws 22 completion no or well anyway four good, four drops i mean he had he threw perfect passes that were just oh, and uh times <laughs> yeah. the one that Florida between t- double coverage yep um, what was the other one? Jamo, uh, Reynolds dropped one. <laughs> Jamo, yeah. oh, um, uh, Reynolds, Reynolds had the drop. Uh, yeah, like, he made up for that though. He did, he did. <laughs> yeah, That's but I mean, he was golf was just really on his game today. So good, so good. Yeah, he's looking as good as ever, and it's awesome too because you know with a stat line like that, like it's not like it doesn't jump off as like the most impressive stat line yard wise, like like 236 yards but when you got a run game cooking like we do and he's just taking what you know his shots i mean still got three touchdowns and ran for one like 
I mean, the dude's playing great. The uh, the team's playing great around him, and that's helping obviously a lot. But he's really feeling it, and if he keeps playing like this, it no, it's going to be hard to stop us. And and Red Dog, you know, there's another streak uh, that Jared Goff is going on right now in a, in a positive way, kind of like the interception streak. It's most games in a row with a quarterback rating above, I think, like. I have to go back and look at the number. It's like 83 or something like that. He has the longest streak right now in the NFL. Oh, uh, man. I don't know what the like, record is. but I think this man at the end of this season, maybe people shut up about him not being elite. Like, just because he can't run like some of these other guys. Like, he is a top-notch pocket-passing quarterback. And, and you know what's kind of funny today? Like, a couple of things really highlighted, like, the difference. Because, like, you th- people don't think of elite traits like for quarterbacks necessarily in height, but his height is clearly an advantage. That six six frame gives him such a Absolutely. commanding view of the field. And then you watch that midget across the field from him running around like a little like just you know, he wasn't terrible, Man. but like like you just see the disadvantages of the height. But like like even hey. like the between the the leg snap, the direct snap to Montgomery, like that would have hit Bryce Young in the nuts. <laughs> but like the also the touchdown pass to reynolds where he just pops it over there to him like he has such an advantage like bryce young would be throwing on like a 45 degree angle to get that ball up there to (laughs) yeah in in a league in a league in a in a sport where uh the quarterback position is moving towards like mobile and versus kind of more stationary quarterback uh golf is still showing it like you, you can yeah. sit in the pocket and be successful. Uh, I, 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 but he had another mm-hmm. rushing touchdown in this game. So yes, he did. Yeah. Maybe, Best maybe running quarterback, quarterback in the league, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep it canned, you know, because I don't need him taking this. It's all good. Hmm. Just keep dropping Definitely. Dimes. I mean, UJ, do you think Goff's, Goff's height uh, makes a big difference for him? Oh, absolutely. And let's face it, this league still – I don't care if you, you're a running quarterback or not. You, you still need to be a good pocket quarterback in this league, a pocket passer. And Goff right now is at the top of his game in that category. Uh, the play-action pass is just working wonders right now, especially with our running game clicking. Uh, it, it's really nice. And, and like Rudd Dog said, and first of all, Rudd Dog, uh, it's, it's little people, not midgets. But uh, that, that pass over the middle we people. to Reynolds was, you know, uh, just a – prototypical tall quarterback to a you know a receiver reaching high in the end zone and no one else could catch that but our guy that, that that's the kind of catches people always do against us in the in the past you know we're, and here we're doing these kind of things it is just i don't know it's just so much fun to watch Freaking awesome <laughs> is what it is yeah <laughs> and that let's we, we're going to talk about it anyway but let's talk about that snap between the legs play so sweet. that that was so great how he sold that thing. Did you see Goff? He's, he's like standing there pointing off in the distance as the snap's going through his leg. And <laughs> he just sold it so well. Did you hear how they cued it? Goff no. gave away this secret. I don't know why he said this out loud to like the press. I guess they don't care. He, it, the cue was, J-Mo, get over here. And when he like, so he's standing up waving to J-Mo. And as he's doing that, that's the cue <laughs> for the snap. And <laughs> it's just such a cool, ingenu- in, ingenious play. Like, like I've yeah. never seen that before. Literally, I don't think I've ever seen a snap between someone's legs like that. Yeah. It was excellent. It worked really well. Yeah. Ben uh, in, in case people, don't... yep. <laughs> Sorry. In case you're listening and you don't know what we're referring to, it, it was like it, it was in the red zone. Uh, I think it was like 15 yard down. line. About 
Yeah, yeah, yeah around the 15. Down, it was third and six. It was the third and six third play. And six, we were like, okay. what are we going to dial up here? And he dialed but, that up. <laughs> but Goff is lined up under center, and then, like he said, uh, with Rudd Doggy, calls Jim over, and then right in the middle of that call, the snap goes underneath Goff's legs. Like through the wickets to David Montgomery directly behind him. Uh, so it was, it was so like cool. A direct snap that ends up being to David Montgomery. Yeah, just another wrinkle in the Lions offense. The the fake reverse fleet flicker touchdown yeah. uh, was another sweet, perfect. That was called played by Ben Johnson and who executed. Just, who continues to have just a great feeling to play calling. Um, That's like a flex, NFL, especially like, with them in the confines of this offense. If your offense isn't clicking yeah. and you're not, everyone's not humming on their assignments. That play doesn't hit. It's too much going on to develop. Like everyone's got to be on point for those kind of long developing plays, and they they've been, and it's sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's had time to work back uh, there. Uh, Goff has so. Uh, look, can we talk about JMO for one second? No, for two. Seconds. Maybe for multiple oh. seconds, but yeah, no okay. less than ten. I don't think it's any surprise that he didn't get a whole lot of action in this game, but no, they said they would. I just, aside from his drop ball, which was pretty nasty drop, it was just right in his mitts. But he was blocking like a demon out there, man. Mm-hmm. The guy was out there really helping out on run plays. So I got him. Yeah, the first. Credit. Yeah, the first the first touchdown uh, run. He had a big block to help uh, spring that one further. He he, he pancaked his guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a so, dog. I mean. The the guy plays with a uh, a toughness that is appreciated by his teammates, even even though he uh, that hasn't necessarily produced as a wide receiver yet. Yeah, but he has he'll get his reps soon enough. But like that's the thing. Like I think a lot of people underestimate about JMO and like like think about it this way: we passed on Jalen Carter this year, who is looking like maybe the best like player in the draft, especially by positional value, like. And he's looking like an absolute monster, but we passed on him because he didn't fit our culture. He didn't fit our character makeup. Like, I think a lot of people who are still sore on that, like only attribute it to the reckless driving incident. But I think it's, it's beyond that. Like, and like, you just see it with Jamo. you know, they didn't just draft him because of his speed. They drafted him because of the type of play- person and player he is. So I was not surprised for him to come out and start, you know, being a dog and getting after it. Uh, Honestly, the surprising things are the mistakes he's made, which honestly have become very minimized in retrospect. So, like, like I just love to see him back in the fold, out there getting his reps. Soon enough, that kid's going to go off. Everybody's just waiting for that moment where he does go off. <laughs> We've been waiting for two years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's such two, a tease. Two, <laughs> it is. I mean, because you can see it. You can see it. Oh, you can he's see got it. an alien like body. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> You're just waiting for it. I mean, his strides are ridiculous. You just gotta get him an open. I was expecting more, at least one deep shot, like down the sideline with him. But uh, we'll get that later, I guess. Yeah, because when you can do what uh, you're doing with Josh Reynolds deep and with like Raymond and everyone else, it's you know you don't need to start pushing it to the new guy just yet. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but I mean, let, let's stay on the offensive side of the ball. We can we can go to the defensive side in a moment, but uh. Offensive side, Sam Laporta just continues to be a stud. Just a just a great Superstar. great draft signing. Uh, and draft signing, draft yeah draft draft pick. Like, we, I mean, we did sign him technically. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, 
I mean, he he is just a great knack for using his body to get open. Uh, and when it is thrown his way, he is he's normally catching the ball. Now the one between double coverage is slightly tough to throw. He should have caught it still. But uh, either way, I mean, he the tight end should not be this like look like Dynamic. they've been there for like three to four years in the offensive scheme already. Uh, and he and Goff is complete faith in him and uh it's 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 great to see it's sweet he's he's like i've already seen shades of all, he fits right in with the crew of like the top dudes like kittle and kelsey yeah talking see oh i thought you sorry uh, yeah he fits in right up top with the elites oh. like this dude looks at, he's gonna have maybe the best rookie season for a tight end ever if he keeps up what he's doing so i mean it's just yeah incredible what he's done let's just never draft tight ends in the first round again and get them only in the second <laughs> yeah <laughs> just when, a, when we have a really really high pick in the second round it's just outside yeah uh but you did what, what is laporta doing out there that maybe previous tight ends of the lions haven't done wow that's a good question uh he just seems a little more fluid uh, you know, as they say, the hips or whatever, his change of direction yeah. and it's just general speed. Uh, and he has a knack too. like yeah. good receivers seem to have a knack for finding that open spot. You know, um, it's not like we're in high school, you know, you run an out pattern, you run it exactly 10 yards and then you turn right. You know, the, these guys look for openings in the defense and, and, and a good receiver sort of has a knack for just finding it. And he has that knack. I mean, he really he does. does. And, and and not only that, he's been very sure-handed, despite the uh, criticisms for him. You know, before the season started, uh, and you know, he's had one, maybe two drops, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, in the whole season. But uh, open, he gets. But man, he's. It's just his uh, his speed, his uh, his instincts. You know, and and that's the thing about these guys. Where you can go around this whole team and. We're, we're we've drafted so many instinctive players that just seem to they're way they're so instinctive. I, I, I don't know if I can go deeper into that, but uh, maybe you guys can. But uh, they well, they're know. smart, they're intelligent yeah. players, like those instincts yes, are usually from understanding the game. But there was a play today to highlight your point about Laporta where uh, it was a broken play a little bit, and golf was scrambling, and Laporta broke to the sideline and made a terrific like gainer on it. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that one. It was fantastic. He like kind of broke his route to the sideline and and just beat the game. Yeah. Laporta or Goff a great out for a first down, I believe. Yeah, this kid, like you're right. They do have like instincts and things like that, and like, but I think part of that's like the the character makeup, the the formula they've created for these players, what they're looking for in these kids, and like. I think there's something for like the, when your life is about football, you're going to probably have a little more instincts for it. <laughs> like, and they, that's why I think they want these guys like that are all about ball. And cause guys who are all about ball are those guys. Like you, you, you know, them when you see them, like when you watch them play, like the guy that jumps to my mind, like the honey badger, right? Like, I think he's one of the most instinctive players who ever played the game. Just, you could tell he just always found his way, but like, there's so many other great examples, but, that instinct like you see it in branch you see it in laporta uh you just see it you're right we have it and i think they're drafting that instinct though on purpose like i think that's the amazing yeah. thing about it yeah brian branch has some of those instincts uh that i mean he doesn't have that elite speed that's maybe one of the reasons why he fell to the lions but it's elite 
instincts that help them well, on the field. You see it in the learning. Uh, and actually, I don't know if you guys drafted too, right? Like for ever since Brad Holmes has been here, how many rookies have we had pick it up so quick? I mean, Definitely. seriously, like, think about yeah, it. Like, that, that has like, a lot to do with coaching. True. Uh, I mean, the Lions have a unique staff where almost every single player and coach, or, I'm sorry, every single coach is a former player in the NFL. Uh, yeah. And that was highlighted. And, and I, it, love it. I just want to, you know, throw out this. Sorry. And the one that is wasn't a player is Ben Johnson. But I just want to segue that because Adam Schefter just retweeted a, a tweet from the Lions. Uh, <laughs> and uh, basically the. 49ers just ran that exact same like fake reverse flea flicker touchdown pass to the tight end <laughs> uh, in their game against the Cowboys just now for like a, about a 40 yard touchdown. So, oh, wow. Nice. Funny. Z, what is this, 2022 or something? What's Twitter? <laughs> oh, good one. Yeah. X. Yeah. X. <laughs> hey, you know, if it works, it works, right? All right. Then it's about knowing when to dial it up. Copycat league, baby definitely yeah because i mean we mentioned before the lions took a play from like seemingly like the pack i can't remember which one exactly time ahead but that was seen by like the floor and someone else uh on the packers and then yeah what was that one yeah that was that uh yeah oh yeah and like because like i mean it's just like music you know like there's only so many notes there's only so many lanes and avenues and ways to do things with the ball like I, I wouldn't even be surprised if, like, the snap between the legs has been done long ago. But, like, you know, like, you see it all the time. Things come in fads and seasons. And, like, the Wildcat was revived for a while with great success by Miami. Like, uh, the, the NFL is constantly flowing and evolving and changing. And it's not always evolving. Sometimes it's just bringing back old concepts into a new era, you know. And that can be befuddling. Yep. Everyone's prepared to stop you know, this high highfalutin pass game, well, guess what? We built our team to run really well. So now try to stop that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, right. you know, that's, that's why it's always great. It's constant battle and war. There's always new stratagems, always new things. And the Lions are building in a, a great way to combat all of it, to change with any of it, which is just to get dynamic, explosive athletes who understand the game and want to learn it to the deepest levels. And you guys, Noah Monra, no um, Jameer Gibbs. A uh, <laughs> lot of lot of injuries on both sides of the ball, uh, yeah. and it did not make a difference. They did not miss a beat. Uh, oh. I mean, the, the box score: Josh Reynolds four for seventy six in the touchdown. Laporta three for forty seven and two touchdowns. Khalif Raymond three for forty five. He he got the ball rolling right away in this game. Even Marvin Jones had a couple catches today. Yeah, oh, Marvin, yeah. baby. <laughs> So boy, he's, he's still on the team if people were wondering uh <laughs> i love it <laughs> david Dude, montgomery wow. got involved a little bit brock wright had three catches today for 16 yards good to see yeah him. that's yeah. right uh, he did. Involved a little bit so and then jmo had his too but uh yeah I, I mean just a great dispersion of the ball uh to many on the team Always especially when uh you consider how effective the run game was like Montgomery's yes. uh, Montgomery ran so well today and like he actually got some holes today finally and his run <laughs> yeah. was much more efficient with his carries I think he he averaged like 5.7 on the yep. day Dude, 19 for 109 balled out yeah so, well this oh. is the this is the, the team that Campbell was dreaming about and control the with the run 
and uh, it's coming to fruition here. That's why if we, you know, we keep playing games like this, you're not going to see huge passing numbers from Goff, and the run's going to control the game. And that the fourth quarter, you can see we were, we wore him down, man. Uh, Reynolds comes in with the fresh legs, and all of a sudden he's running wild, man, <laughs> through that line. So yeah, he looked great. Expect expect more of this in the future. Speaking of Reynolds, UJ, he earned himself some future touches today. I I don't see how you can't feed that man a little bit the way he looked. Yeah, he looked. Like he looked fresh and explosive. I mean, granted, you know, he's running on the worn down defense at the end, but it wasn't like they weren't doing things. Like there was a couple times, like one where he got like disrupted in the backfield by like three dudes, and he like kind of like did like a little juke to the outside, got around the whole defense and ran for like I don't yeah. remember how long it was. But like and then that touchdown run where he like hurdled over a dude in like a perfect low hurdle form and just like slick as hell and just like shot right through the gap for the touchdown like that's not just like average anyone can do that because we got a great line that's someone who is ready to have some touches you know especially with the injuries it's only all the better we got a guy like that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh also you know what's amazing this isn't even our final form. This offense is only just getting going because once Gibbs gets healthy and Jamo starts rolling, like, you know, you see what Miami's doing. I think that's going to be something like you might be seeing from us down the road this season. I don't know. You might be right about that. Well, well, I mean, you just consider the speed. You know, that's the big thing Miami's been flexing. Like, they get their speed going. If we get Jamo and Gibbs and Khalif and all these guys is going, oh, this offense could be so ridiculously explosive. Oh, yeah. It's already pretty explosive. Uh, it is. I mean, it's very efficient, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, those middle of the field, I mean, golf in that medium range is just deadly in that 10 to 20 yard area. He's just deadly. And it's so fun to watch. Remember, remember the old days of two yard, two yard passes and stuff like that. And, you know, we need five yards. We throw three and although now we just, we throw for chunks all the time. Now, 10, 15 yards, no problem. It's really, really yeah, it's almost weird when we don't at this point, uh, everybody's a scheme to be open. It's kind of what we see like from the 49ers offense these days, like people are just constantly schemed open. uh, Yeah. They have the proper athletes and within the system, uh, that's why, that's why I think Lions are probably one of the maybe four teams in the NFL that can beat the 49ers uh, just because of how our offense operates and the way our defense is playing yes. and as well. And I want to kind of transfer over to that side of the ball because they yeah, let's talk about that. And showed out in this game. I gave up a couple touchdowns in the fourth quarter, but I mean, they, they, they kind of just like stepped back a little more in the fourth quarter, but that's fine. Uh, and I want to start with Hutch because he had another. Got to yeah. start with Hutch. Got it. Interception. <laughs> He, the man is the, one of the sickest interceptions I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, oh, maybe man. we got to add a few pieces. Really well. to yeah. Catch up with that. Go ahead, Z. Go ahead, Z. Oh. oh, no, I just like the way he, I mean, he, he played so physical with a tight end that he knocked him off his screen route. Uh, and then Bryce Young was expecting him to somehow pop up there. I mean, prep was not a good throw from Bryce Young, but either way, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, a, a lot of people are not making that, that catch. <laughs> And he didn't. Oh, he no. doesn't even have gloves on. By the way, I want to add. So yes, also, we noticed that. Barehand <laughs> man He's strength. That, <laughs> that was just yeah. instincts and athleticism, man. Just absolutely terrific. 
And not only that, when he caught that, first of all, the catch was just ridiculous, one-handed. And then second of all, the way he was moving like a like a high-priced tight end zipping around, cut making cuts and stuff. Unfortunately, he didn't see that guy coming from the side who almost took his hip out. But uh, mm-hmm. other than that, he looked like a really nimble runner there. <laughs> He's a ridiculous athlete. I'm telling you, just what a great athlete. Just and that's incredible. why, like, like you, you, you talk about comparisons to, like, the 49ers, like, I mean, he's the big reason why, because, you know, like Bosa is the starting point for that defense. Well, Hutch is, is on that level and right. he's proving it game after game. This dude is elite. He affects the game in multiple ways. Uh, he's better than Micah Parsons, is he, no matter what. Absolutely says. way better <laughs> like, than Micah Parsons. <laughs> like, I mean, you might be able to point to some <laughs> other pieces on that 49ers defense that are considered a little more elite because I think they've invested more in that D line over the years. But like we're not far off and maybe we're better in other categories. I don't know, but like we're right there with like, and like, cause like to me, they're kind of the model of build through the trenches in the league right now. That's the same model. Like we've built and like, like right now you're right. See, we look like one of the top teams Them us, like the Niners and the Eagles, like we're all rolling right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I mean this, the de- defense again, just, they they come in with a game plan. They execute it. Uh, Seattle's really the only time where they look completely lost. But the rest of the season, our defenses look extremely solid. Um, they come with a game plan and they execute it. And again, we're we're hurting. Uh, Brian Branch is out in this game. He's been our, one, our probably most impactful defender outside of Hutch. And Will Harris stepped up today. Absolutely. How about Will Harris? I want to give a made little a great stop at the end zone. Great yeah, stop in the end time. zone. Uh, I believe he had the fumble recovery too. It went through no, two guys' did. wickets. He was the third guy to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that was that looked like a rugby play there. It looked like you know, yeah, that that fumble pickup. One, one guy passed. We, it, two guys. Did we see there, you force that fumble? I could not see. That was uh, who was oh, standing. Trying to remember who it was. was it, it was Harris or something like that. I don't know. It kind of like it no. Like, you know what? I think it was Harris. I think Harris, I if I'm remembering right, was Harris picked up, up the fumble, so it, it was. Yeah, no, but no, I think he Harris, caused it. Charles and Harris. Then, he then came back. Oh, and Charles Harris. Fumble. Okay. The, okay. The running well, back was wrong. stuffed at the line, and he was like stood up, and someone was like bear hugging him, and the ball just kind of popped out, but low, so like it, it wasn't clear, like who caused it directly. But the I, I was saying it might have been Charles Harris because it was run right at that left edge where he's usually at, uh, right side DN. Um, but I don't know. I didn't see who caused it. The yeah, replay wasn't clear. In the box score here either. Maybe I'll, I'll tell you, they, they preach turnovers in this game, and the Lions right now are uh, turnover creating defense. Man, we're we're getting a lot of turnovers, and uh, we're we're aggressive and in every way. I mean, you know, in these teams, you know, NFL teams are you're going to get a few drives against you, no matter how good your defense is. Maybe score a couple touchdowns, whatever. But generally speaking, this defense is playing almost lights out and, and getting a lot of turnovers. So we're going to win you know, most absolutely. of those games. Speaking of turnovers, you have a pass rush. It does. Right. It does. But, you know, uh, if, if we, I'm glad Z's not the, the D coordinator here because otherwise Jerry Jacobs wouldn't be getting all these picks for us lately. You know, because what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? You, you can do something on Jerry about how Jerry bad Jacob. 
He's not the best cornerback. It was really, it really sucked to see Mosley go down. He's been working yeah. all yeah. the way back. Finally get on the that field. That sucked. <laughs> Really did did they good. say what it was? Did you? Did anybody hear how bad it was? I gotta see. They uh, said uh, Campbell said we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Well, he didn't come we'll back because it was like a non-contact thing. Which. Yeah, it just looked like a hard cut and just kind of. Yeah, that's scary. Man, yeah. they've been so yeah. careful working him back all off season. Maybe he cramped like uh, Branch kept doing. And you can tell the team felt for bad for him too, because they know he's how much work he's been putting to get back out there. Right. Yeah. I felt bad for uh Jamar too. Or was that Jamar? I don't is that I'm assuming twenty eight still Jamar Jefferson because he got in for one play, caught a pass, ran down the sideline, and got hurt. I I felt bad for him. Zon- Zonovan Knight. Oh, Zonovan that was Knight, Bad Knight getting hurt? Damn. Man, one yeah. play. That sucks. You get your shot and you go down. Yeah, he's at least had a couple other carries, so that's the second game he's got in action. But uh, oh, I guess he did it. Yeah, end, he though. injured his knee, and it it doesn't look his look knee. Good. Who good. are you talking about, Mosley? So Mosley yeah. hurt his knee or Bam hurt Mosley. his knee? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, if it's his knee, that's not good. Mosley. I'm also reading Jonah Jackson uh, was seen leaving a Ford Field in a walking boot. Ah, nice. Like they that. should just build like Big full V back. suits for those guys uh, to leave in, um, honestly. <laughs> Big V was back, but how long? How much well, did he gives play? a weird one, nice. too. Because he hurt himself in practice. I just thought of a million dollar yeah. idea. Should I share it with the internet? Share it with the world? A recovery suit, like I don't know. Dude, why not just put them on like a whole suit that you walk out in, and it's just healing your body as you're leaving, getting it iced and like. Great idea. Yeah, right. I mean, these guys are going through hell holding for like three hours straight, like putting their bodies through a grinder. Man, I'm not so. I'm surprised like half of them walk out of there without something on every day. Yeah. Right. So. Um. So it, it, it looks like Mosley's not going to be back anytime. No. Yeah, it's a bummer. Darn. We're just going to have to keep it, having it these like interceptions from Jerry Jacobs. Jacobs. Darn. Oh, man. That sucks. I hate interceptions. Red dog. Like Z. Sorry, Z. Red dog. Jerry Jacobs. I have, my tune has not changed on him. I think he's a really solid third cornerback. Third. I don't think he's an everyday starting cornerback. <laughs> and. The, the yeah, line through that because when mostly was healthy, he was not the starting quarterback. And he's also very prone to penalties, which he did in this game. Again. Did Mosley get so the start? He, he today? at least gets one to two a game. Yes. Mosley got the start. See, the football guy said. But uh, like Jacobs Jerry on Bader. that one, but he, had a really, he did have a really nice play. Uh, I mean, he was just reading Bryce Young's eyes the entire oh, time. Oh, that was a ticky tack. Bryce Young didn't even look at the guy. And interceptions more than cancel out penalties, so it's all good. Stop hating on Jerry. You just don't like him. I. You guys can hear me, right? I can now. Uh, once in a while. <laughs> You're going in and out. You're like. Emmanuel Mosley, you're in, now you're out. He's frozen. 
He's he's frozen in this moment, enjoying it for eternity. Oh, he moved. Gone. <laughs> ah, it's just me and you, Red Dog. Oh no. Yeah. So this oh, is another man down. Chance to say Jerry Jacobs is clearly next man up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care what C says. Uh, I like Jerry. Jerry's my boy. He's a player. He is a player. I give him a lot of credit. And he's not. Perfect. He's writing away though. He's he's not perfect. He's not. He's not elite, but he's a gamer, man. This guy is a gamer, and he and he's got a nose for the ball. So, and that he's got three picks already this year. Absolutely, absolutely. And he's back. Oh, back with another bad take on Jerry Jacobs. Maybe can you hear me now? Oh. Yes, <laughs> I can hear you at this moment. All right. So again, the point on Jerry Jacobs, I'm going to make. I'm going to repeat it because I don't. I can't. I can't he likes repeating he his bad take. Go on. My take is that Jerry Jacobs is a third, a solid third cornerback in the NFL who's who can start for you if needed, but he he shouldn't be the goal of what you want out of your cornerback from a everyday. Oh, he's not the start. perfect paragon of of greatness. Like, sorry, well, Z, he's not a perfect man for you, Z. He just gets turnovers for. It's any consolation, Z. I somewhat agree he, with he you on this. Shown over <laughs> him. Yeah, he's a gamer, man. No, okay, I'm just he's not saying perfect. We've seen. I'm not like going up. Like he's not perfect. Going on some weird limb here. It's a bad limb. <laughs> no, he's not perfect. That's rotten limb. Part of the point I'm making, I guess, is that he's not perfect. Uh, yeah, but he makes turnovers. You know that covers up a lot of imperfections. Yeah. That's like that's like extra extra strength, like uh, mascara that covers up all the ugly blemishes because it's a. Uh, turnovers make everything right baby <laughs> yeah and he did a great job he just sat back there read bryce young's eyes the entire way i, I mean he completely yep. went off his was, guy in coverage it was a nice right play the pick. yeah he did he did that was a, that was a and really he, good one he had a one last you know what allows it too and you know what allows a defense to be that aggressive is when you have a pass rush you know that's going to get after it and you don't and you don't Very have true. to rely on your your coverage as much you can take those risks every once in a while um, you know so, what? I'm okay job, throwing uh, with Jerry Jacobs to the Super Bowl. He'll keep getting turnovers and proving Z wrong. It's me all too, good, baby. Yeah. Hey, hey, well, hey let me ask. Let me ask, let me ask you guys a question. Why are we punting from uh, what was the 38 yard line? That was interesting. The 38. Yeah. So we just had no confidence in our kicker, or what? To kick out. Well, we saw ones. this in the Chiefs game too, and uh, another game. Uh, what? What's one of their other games where we get like to inside the to the 40 or inside the 40? And then yeah. decide to uh, punt it. it, it you know what my we, we also is? don't have a kicker that can kick it over fifty yards into well, the, uh, between the field goal post. So that also. <laughs> what would he have kicked is, there if we didn't punt it before the penalty? It would have been like a fifty-five. Five, yeah, fifty-five, yeah. At the NFL, you should be able to kick a fifty-five yarder. <laughs> In I, today's agree. NFL. I agree. I also but think that Campbell Patterson. is uh, biased against field goals and hates to take them. <laughs> and I think he honestly thought. A better route to a touchdown there would be to pin him deep and let the defense get after Bryce Young. Honestly, that's what's going through my head. I just think trying to like get in Dan Campbell's head a little bit because I think he's a very instinctive coach, for better or for worse. Right now, you know, like as he's growing, but uh, I think that's how he. I think I think he just hates field goals. <laughs> and Could be. But, well, the for uh, worse was his challenge early in the game. This challenge that was horrible, uh, horrible challenge. Game. <laughs> oh, that's like right. He had time I, to I think it. about it, and he still did it. I wonder He's if he does stuff like, like that. that. 
probably does it on purpose. Just he knows it's not going to win, and well, just I'm just going to do it anyway. He did one like know. that uh, against. Uh, well, I mean, it was a little better probably than today's, but the one where where was it when when uh William Walker Tracy Walker almost had that pick and went through his arms and it, but it clearly hit the turf and like a booth guy should have told Dan right away that that was like an incomplete pass, but Dan threw the flag. But like the crowd got jacked up about it. <laughs> so that would have been Atlanta, I guess. And like and I was like, yeah. did he just read like did the crowd just need him to throw that flag and Dan just knew? Because like we clearly lost, but then the crowd gets into it. It's like maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe he just feels something we don't. You guys don't understand. He's playing the long game here. He's making some bad challenges on purpose right now to throw his opponents off in a few in future games in the playoffs. <laughs> We just yeah, uh, I, I would. I, I don't have the stats in front of me. Uh, I don't even know where you find these stats exactly. But his, uh, I feel like his challenge win rate is not high uh, throughout his first three years. I don't remember him winning much in my head. Like, like no. when I see Dan Ch- Campbell challenge, like I have confidence that it's going to win. Usually, it's the opposite when I see. <laughs> yeah, he does not. See, this is one place where I feel like maybe he should be a little more analytical and just let like the guy up in the booth say like, hey. That was a bad. Don't challenge it. Well, maybe that's what's happening. We don't know how he's deciding to do this, but uh, do, do we just have a really bad booth challenge guy? <laughs> he's like Tracy caught. He's just like a total homer, like drinking Kool Aid up in the booth. Like, oh man, Tracy caught that. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Throw the flag. I gotta see this. <laughs> he's drinking. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like an ordinary. Oh, that's bullshit. He totally caught that. There can only be two of these throughout the game, and we've like done one in the last three weeks. I don't think, I don't think you're going to get me. Oh, shit. Uh, I have a 50 chance of getting this right. Throw the flag. <laughs> like, I just, I do really wonder how he disturbs that. Because, like, some ways, like, like, same thing with, like, his, like, go for it, fake punts and stuff, you know? Like, like he clearly has like a, a way of make, coming to these decisions, and part of me, like especially early in his career, felt like he was doing some of these things just not to be scared, just to do the thing because he wanted to, to just because he could, because you know, like it, it was aggressive and it was bold, and like he, like, and I think he's like been tailoring that like over the years here in his time, and now like these challenges, I almost feel like he's just getting used to like throwing them, just because to like. I don't know. Like, there's something weird about it. Because why is he taking these obvious losers and throwing these flags when you have a guy in the booth who can tell you if they're obvious losers or not? But I, I'm just guessing here. Yeah, I'm not sure. But um, but anyways, another uh, pretty solid game from Anzalone. I thought here as well. Yeah, uh, really good game. Oh, he to show out. Um, I wanted a little more on a Jack Campbell in this game. It was he not got his best pancake game. today. Uh, yeah, the, the first touchdown drive that the Panthers had, the long sustained one, uh, there was yeah. a few times that uh, it, it did not go well for him. <laughs> yeah, Jackie boy maybe got a little bold on thinking he could take on NFL guards head on or something. I don't know. I mean, he's a badass, but, <laughs> you know, physics <laughs> still has a play here. <laughs> 300 pounds, yeah, 250. I mean, yeah, there's two notable ones on that for me. I would have to go back and watch more, um, but two that stood out to me uh i think there was like a pulling guard and he tried to take him he was either head on red dog or he tried to peek inside for some reason which i didn't understand uh i don't think either way he got caught up and driven back 10 yards on the play is that the one where he uh, got put on his ass because that's what happened the one i was talking about i don't know if we're talking about the same one or not it was it i went, think we're talking like different. A run. that was a bad drive for him oh, in well, general. That's not good. <laughs> 
so maybe a humbling game for him. And then the, the uh, yeah. and coverage on the on the touchdown pass also. Yeah, like, I mean, it's this is a, like, to be in, but you know, we always talk about what's the coach's like best like scenario, like a game where you play bad and still win. Like we didn't only play bad and still win; we like played bad and like outright dominated. <laughs> like, and I, I mean, play bad's a loose term, but we didn't play perfect. We didn't play like top-notch football in every facet today we were just better <laughs> like yeah we made mistakes the other team had some chances but we were better we made plays turnovers that being the big ones but like our offense you know kept clicking like we were just better team today and that's just like just awesome <laughs> it's so awesome the, to see the, the sad part for this uh lion state or the panthers team is that uh they they traded up for bryce young a, a lot of draft capital yeah so they don't even have their – they're the worst team in the league, and they do not have their number one pick. I'm not ready to crap on Bryce Young just yet. Like, Bryce Young, when we gave him time, he was making some throws and stuff. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't have drafted him personally. I think his height's a huge limiter on him. I mean, but other quarterbacks have overcome. His height's one height. thing. His weight's another. <laughs> yeah, height yeah. and weight. His whole build, like, he's just not built to be an elite quarterback. But, you know, he's smart, and he knows how to throw the ball, and he's got some tools. I don't know. I think you give him another year or two and he might turn into something if he can survive. <laughs> uh, but obviously CJ Stroud was uh just made more sense to my mind. And he's showing it. Yeah, Stroud looks great. Stroud looks great. So I mean he looks like the prototype though. He's built like a prototype. <laughs> but you went with the yeah. little guy built like a ten year old boy. Congratulations. <laughs> Um, but the Lions uh only give up, uh, they give up less than 100 yards rushing in this game. Again, 99 yards uh, on the ground for the Panthers. Z. Uh, so another Sorry. good performance in that regard too. Yeah, go ahead. Just Anzo. I I made that connection because like Anzo and Bryce Young, like that was ridiculous. He just ran in and tried to tackle the guy, but he's so small. He like his arm went around his helmet, kind of <laughs> like like oh on the rough in the passer call. That dude is gonna put refs yellow flags to the test <laughs> in his career because horrible, horrible he's call, built so small that like at least giants are tackling him why of course they're gonna ramp up his head because that's like at their waist <laughs> like like that yeah, that was a bad call like anzalone like what well, what could you do there though like i mean it's just like little dude go for the knees next time yeah <laughs> no i would agree uh questionable call but i think that's just how the nfl's calling it now so yeah they protect the quarterback uh, like and you need like bubble wrap to protect week. that little kid <laughs> but if somebody mentioned in the podcast here a week or two ago like that the nfl seemed a little more relaxed on the roughing the passer i would i would disagree uh <laughs> not, after, yeah, I, I, I was actually agreement at time but after observing it more last couple of weeks maybe somebody heard and the NFL was listening to us. Maybe they're spying on us on this podcast. <laughs> um, but they, they seem to be way more stricter about it now, or uh, more flag happy with it. Well, with especially all on throws over the middle against like wide receivers, uh, they've been really throwing a lot on those. Oh, like defenseless receiver. Um, is there anybody anybody else you guys want to highlight? Yeah. <sighs> hmm. Yes. Anybody else did you guys I, want to highlight? In this I just want to highlight Dan Campbell slightly. I know we talked about him, but his demeanor on the sidelines is he's so stoic out there. Like 
if you watched him during any part of the game, you wouldn't know if they're winning or losing. You just wouldn't know. He, he just, he doesn't get too emotional. He doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. He's just kind of a steadying force out there. And, and these guys, he's got these guys playing at such a high level and they're so, their confidence is so high. So just a, a lot of credit to him and his staff. Uh, these guys are playing fast and hard and furious and they're hungry. And, and, if, and if they can keep this up, they can go a long way this year. And um, I just want to give him a lot of credit for that. And it's, it's just interesting. You wait for some emotion out of him. At the most is maybe a high five as a guy's running by or something. You know, that, that's it. I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting. You know, EJ, like, I'm with you, too. And I, I think we're really seeing him settle into, like, what he's becoming. Like, like these last couple of years have been sort of like a mad clawing to, like, create something right like there's been like you know he's had to like pull stuff out of his ass to just like mid-season to turn around a one in six you know record and things like that like but now that like his vision's coming to fruition this roster's coming to fruition and we're getting the wins we should be getting and things are starting to you just see him just like settle into this just he's like this badass like stoic leader like yeah, like all the badassery and the biting the kneecaps and like that crazy like things. Like he's still giving us great lines. Like you know, if uh, if you're hunting us, well, you won't have to go far because we'll be on your front porch when you open the door. <laughs> like things exactly. like that. Yeah. Like like still yeah. just so badass. But like it's you don't see him. He's not having to act out. He's not having to like get crazy. Like he's not having to. He's not even overly aggressive. He calls the shots when he feels like he can. They're there and when we need them. But like yeah. he's settling into this really nice, calm, like controlled, just like here. He's not explaining defeats all the time. Like this dude, he's very just being realized right now, and it's only getting better. And it's so awesome to see. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, the Bears won on Thursday night, um, so good for them. I, I don't see him as a threat. The Vikings lose again to the Chiefs in Minnesota. Uh, close game. They lost by 7, 27 to 20. Um, and Green Bay plays on the road in Vegas tomorrow night. Uh, so that's undetermined. Oh, uh, maybe I'll pop I'll, over. How that goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's a cheap ticket over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, Vegas tickets are like more expensive than almost anywhere in the NFL. Because uh, of the crowd they attract. But anyways... Um, so yeah, and then so the Eagles moved to five and zero. 49ers playing right now. They're up fourteen on the Cowboys uh, at halftime. Uh, so maybe the Lions will probably be trailing those two still. And then next week the Lions are traveling to Tampa Bay. Uh, mm. The game got flexed to the that America's Game of the Week three twenty five Central four twenty five Eastern time slot. It's like Greg Olson and them announcing it. So. Uh, that'll be good. Baker Mayfield. I love Baker Mayfield. It's going to kind of suck to play against him because I, I love the guy. <laughs> I it's kind of weird, Z. Anywhere he's gone. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope we crush him. <laughs> he's okay. Well, I obviously hope we crush him next week, uh, but I hope he you know picks himself back up. That should be a fun game, though, on the road. That will be fun. I mean, the really good defense uh, the Buccaneers have. Uh, and just enough offense to get to three and one where they're at right now. And obviously that's important for playoff implications and stuff later. So sure. step up from what we played this week. 
Definitely. This seems to be a very top-heavy NFC, uh, where the lower half is not good, like horrible in a lot of ways. <laughs> uh, like the Bears, like the Giants. Oh, can you imagine me? The Giants? Oh, the Giants. Yeah. Oh, they're sad. The Giants scored their first touchdown in the first half this se- of the season today. It was a pick <laughs> six. That was 102 yards. They almost gave up a touchdown before. Oh, wow. <laughs> but they have not scored an offensive touchdown in the first half this year. I did not realize they were doing that bad. Oh my god! Yeah, they gave up eleven. They got sacked eleven times last week by the Seahawks, who don't have wow. a great defense. <laughs> well, I guess I'm no longer proud about how we kicked their ass in the, the first day of those practices. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the Giants are probably worse than the Panthers, honestly. Uh, so there's that. Um, yeah, we, I mean, we go on about the rest of the league for a while, but anyways, there's only two undefeated teams left: the Eagles and 49ers um everybody else has one loss so uh anyways lions maintain their stranglehold on the nfc north uh and we look forward to coming back later this week uh we'll probably release podcast on like thursday uh previewing the lions traveling on the road to tampa bay uh where i didn't even look at the look ahead line yet if they're favored or not uh maybe it's not obvious because injuries and stuff but I would imagine the Lions might be an underdog in that game. They might be. They might be. I'm going to look right now. Well, Let's see. People make stupid calls all the time. I mean, yeah, that'd be extremely dumb. But nonetheless, let's see. Warm weather for Jared Goff. It's always good. Um, oh, no, I'm wrong. Lions are three-point favorites right now. I know that game. So there you that go. Makes mm. sense. All right. Favorites. So, all right, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, again, we're, we're doing this as a live stream on YouTube. So if there are some technical difficulties in there, I, I kind of lost connection there for a minute or two and then in the middle of the podcast. Yep. So we roll it. Roll, we just roll along. We just go we just on. on rolling, uh, rolling, rolling. That's right. I just bought I a, bit, a, bit of a couple digital kneecaps on the way back into the podcast. <laughs> clawed my way back in. You know y'all be loving this shit right <laughs> here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, so, uh, anyways, YouTube at DTBK, uh, well, or at, at Drink the Blue Kool Aid, either one Drink works. Uh, the five on YouTube, subscribe on there. We got, we got a decent subscribe race right now, which is pretty cool. Um, Instagram at Drinking Line or Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid, Twitter slash X at Drinking Lions. So also on there, let us know your thoughts on this game. Today against the Panthers, the butt whooping on Carolina that we put. Um, and then Spotify, Apple, Regular Podcast, please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. And we, of course, want to thank our producer, Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, nonetheless. Um, yes, our, our producer, Kid J, also put up on the. Um, YouTube screen there, our email, uh, drinking the blue Kool Aid at gmail.com. Send us a voice message, send us a message, a question you want us to answer on the podcast. We'd love to do so. Uh, so, anyways, we will be back later this week, uh, talking about the four and one Lions traveling to Tampa Bay to go against the three and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a big game. They're all big games. It's the biggest one yet of the year. And we are super pumped up for it. We can't wait to have you back listening to the podcast preview that 
And last but not least, as always, go, go. Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go. Go. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.